And welcome back, everybody. It is October 4th, 2020, and we have another brand new episode of that other Toku podcast. But I think something's happening to our grid. Something's changing. What's yeah. happening? I don't know. It feels weird. It does. But hey, look at us. We're finally at a desk now instead of floating, have our floating heads in the ether. Yeah. <laughs> but we have this lovely, lovely design and artwork created by created for us by Irata. And once again, I want to give a big shout out to her because she's done an amazing job with this artwork. I know she's been working on it for so many like days, months, weeks, months and all that. So and it's also her birthday as well. So happy birthday to you, Irata. And once again, if you love this artwork, definitely follow on her Twitter at irata underscore mg the artwork is amazing i'm so happy with it especially i get my little power morpher right in front of me and yes i'm drinking coffee in the lovely mug of toku tears because i like <laughs> to see i like to torture people in regards to toku yeah she also he, she's here yes and i will definitely say thank you so much i know that you're in here i I like my chat. There we go. I see that you're here. Once again, we do want to thank you for this lovely artwork that we can now use as our background, as our opening part of the show. And we can use this now as we discuss. So it actually looks like we're talking to one another. Like if we're if we were next to each other. Yeah. Instead of being in the ether like Zordon with floating heads. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say this. It was funny because when she was doing this, she asked me a lot of stuff like what you want, what what he wants, uh, what he loves. He she even investigated us. <laughs> well, I'm glad I appreciate the investigations because <laughs> it came out extremely well. And like I I love the artwork no matter what. Like it just it gives it it gives this podcast more life and more color and gives it definitely that more feeling like that more feeling of, of the heart with Tokusatsu that we do love it a lot. And we have like a passion for it. And I, I'm just so excited. I'm, I, I, I still got a grin on my face right now, just looking at it. And I get to look at this constantly now. <laughs> well, also she added two things of her, like her seal or watermark in my head. You can see it. Also, she added Kamen Rider Kuga. Yes, I do see Kuga. I didn't see the watermark, but I definitely see I see the one above you. I also see a signature on the side, which that is amazing. And that's definitely yeah. highly important as an artist. You know, always make sure you put your signatures on stuff. Of course, my friend. Of course. Yes. So... Other than that, how has your week been, my friend? And I, I think I introduced us already, but if I didn't, it is I, Protosonic, as you can tell with the Toku Tears mug. And we also have our other host as well, Crownless King. Yeah. But well, how, yeah, I was like, how has your week been? It was fine. It was cool. I'm so happy with the newest episode of 
Ultraman C. Yeah, I know we hadn't talked about it, but it's a loss to summarize, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, look, it's a lot. And I mean, I know I haven't really watched a lot of Toku this week um, just because I was focused on other stuff and had to do a commentary. I had to do some a commentary of a Knuckles Chaotix run la- um, yesterday. So that was really fun to do. But I did get a chance to watch the episode that we are doing today, you know, for our Halloween special. And we're doing oh, yeah. and we're doing Halloween specials throughout the month of October. So we're starting off with a Power Rangers show. And if you saw the tweet, you would know what it is. And we'll talk about that in a moment. Next week will be a Kamen Rider episode. Then the third week will be Ultraman. And there's only one episode that we can actually pick from because there's only one episode. <laughs> yeah. And then we end off October with Shin Kamen Rider, which you can watch on YouTube for free. And that can be found on the Toei um, World channel. But once again, you can be up to date on what episodes we're actually going to watch if you follow us on our Twitter at that Toku. And that's where you can see some questionnaires that we might put up or uh, hear your thoughts and opinions about different shows. Um, And also to give you sneak peeks of what we're going to be doing next. So. I am excited to talk about our lovely part one of the Halloween special that we're going to be doing. But first and foremost, we have some news to go over. So, Carlos, I'm going to leave it to you. And I think right now this is all Kamen Rider news, correct? Yeah, technically, Uh, yes. Awesome. So, future me, put a transition in here for Kamen Rider. A jump to the sky turns to a rider kick. Oh, well, uh, Atsuhiro Inukai, camera writer Bill, starts a YouTube channel. He started this month, Atsuhiro Inukai started a YouTube channel where he relates the day in his life, like waking up, eating breakfast, going to a photo shoot, and even he watched anime. The name of his channel, if you want to follow, is Dainukai. He okay. only has two videos right now, it's all in Japanese. Well, the first video is about a day in his life, and the other one is like cooking. The next one, Mahiro Takasugi, I think well, it is it's really like that. Camera yeah. writer Ryugen from Camera Rider Guy cooks Filipino food in the latest Philippine tourist video. The, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the official Japanese YouTube channel of the Philippines Department of Tourism posted a new video in which actor Mahiro Takasugi cooks Filipino food. The video, which is hosted by actress and theater personality Maria Teresa Go, Georgie in Ultraman Gaia. Yeah, she she's uh, British also. Oh wow. And I mean the one thing I just like about that, and I'm just gonna continue on. Like, I know <laughs> yeah. you're, I'm gonna let you continue on, but like one, I just realized who you were talking about. Like Mahiro Ta- Takasugi is the boy. Michi. Everybody loves yeah. Michi. I mean, yeah. I, I like Michi, and then he just kind of went kind of crazy, but that's another conversation for another day. Whenever we talk about Guyum, I got my own thoughts and opinions on Michi, but it's the lovely Michi. That, and once again, I love how he's just like cooking Filipino food, and that's cool. I mean, I've, once again, I have a significant other that is Filipino, and I've tried a multitude of Filipino-based food, it is delicious, and 
like chicken adobo. Like I know one of them like that he did cook was chicken adobo. Delicious yeah. no matter what. Like it is good. Yeah. Well, also, that's funny because continue with this, who is part Filipino thanks to her mother. She, oh. she teaches the young, young actor Benjiner Cook about the Philippines also as well, also to cook one of the iconic dishes, chicken adobo. Okay. Well, we are we well, we are it. Go also teaches Takasugi some Filipino phrases. Okay. I mean, he's learning about some Filipino language and everything. That is good. I, I'm a, I'm a terrible. I feel like I'm a terrible boyfriend now. I don't know some of the. I don't know the language that well. I should start learning it. But it's hey, okay, it's a man. good. It's a good start. <laughs> At least you have to learn when she curses. Yeah, that's true. I can. I can learn those. <laughs> also, that's not that like a big or newest newest news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Natsuki Kato, camera writer fan from Camera Writer Ryuki, she also has a YouTube channel where she shows how to cook some dishes and so su- and do some laundry and organization stuff. But also, okay. I noticed this: a lot of camera writer actors are doing a YouTube channels doing some cooking. Yeah, it's got it's like some slice of life kind of stuff. I like that. I mean, and it it does show that they are human. They're not like these celebrity gods that I understand like some people be put like celebrities on a pedestal to that <laughs> yeah. extent. But like they're like, ah, like I cook. I cook for myself. I do laundry. Let me show you how I do laundry. You might like yeah. it, you might not. So like it, it's that realism that's important. And that's what I like about it. Like we get to see the real very version of them. Yeah, but if you remember the the main character of camera writer Kabuto, he is also doing a cooking channel, but also he's more like a chef. If you remember well if I'm right, I think uh, he was very into cooking even in the show. I okay, think Okay, what yeah I think what show was it again? Camera writer Kabuto. Okay, I don't really know. I haven't watched Kabuto. I've only seen like one episode of Kabuto. I need to, I think I need to take some time during the winter to like dabble around in different Kamen Rider shows and, you know, go from there. But but Kabuto is now going to be on my, on my little watch list. Well, I have to do, well, I have to watch a lot of TV shows. (laughs) So yeah, that's in my list too. Right now I'm watching Gaim and Drive and Saber at the same time. Okay, what episode of Gaim are you on? What episode of Drive are you on? And I'm assuming um, you're already up to date on Saber. On Saber, I'm up to date. With Drive, I'm on the episode 25, I think. Ooh, if I okay. Remember correctly. On Gaim, I'm at the episode 8. Okay, I'm cool with that. I mean, with Com- <laughs> with Gaim, you gotta gotta let it absorb in sometime. With Drive, okay, I think you might be. Ooh, I'm trying to think, did he did he get his special? Did he get his um like really special power up like the type Tridon? Yes. Okay, so you, 
you already saw what happened, how he died for a moment. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, we can't. Uh, put him in the car. What? Put him in the car. Yeah. Let's, let's rev. Let's start him up like a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Also, that remind me the joke you told me about the crossover be, uh, of Gaia and Drive. The one they oh, had yes, to get the into the car. Oh yes, and they couldn't. They couldn't like. They they had they switched their powers and they're like oh we can't get in the car let's switch back but oh no they didn't switch back they kept on it was like oh Mister God can you put your seatbelt on <laughs> yeah and that's really cool and I know if I remember that Drive movie I think it had like like two different like either you had like two storylines going on at once like they had the Lupin the like the Lupin um Camarado Lupin in there. And then they have the one where the aliens were attacking. So it's a good movie. I like it nonetheless. I but think now- I will watch it after. Well, remember me right. And Drive is before. No, Drive is after Gaim, right? Yep, Drive is after Gaim. So you got to finish watching Gaim oh. first before, okay. before you watch that movie. Okay, then I have to wait. Uh, yeah. I have to w- put in the wait list drive. Yeah. I forgot what the name of that movie was, but once again, it was like it was the first drive movie because I know the second movie was called Surprise Future. And I know I did not watch that one. I I really do want to watch that one so that I can be like, I'm done with drive entirely. Let's suck it up and go to ghost. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know. Like, as I said, I think I think I said this in the first episode. The I think I got a little like drained from watching Kamen Rider after I watched like Gaim and Drive like nonstop, like as like the series was going, and then Ghost came on, and I'm like, eh, like I saw, I lost the motivation for it, and then X Eight came out, and I'm like, no. <laughs> well, maybe... that's a interesting topic to talk. Uh, we could talk it later but yeah yeah sometimes we are so happy with some seasons and sometimes we are like this is bs oh yes definitely and i probably pissed off some people already with <laughs> talking about like oh i skipped ghosts and i was like no to x8 bring the tears let's fill up the cup <laughs> <laughs> well continue with the news uh, new camera Rider Saber Toys. And okay. the new ones, well, they have shown like four new ones. The emblem and lamp, uh, that's kind of difficult to pronounce. Lambdo Alangina Wonder Ride Book set for camera Rider Espada is going to be released on October 3rd. That means yesterday. Also, yesterday, it was the release episode uh, of the newest episode, I mean. And they show with Camel Rider Spada. Ooh, okay. In the next week, the transformation called this word Fusoken Hayate for Camel Rider Kensan Ninjaden is going to be released on October 10th. And Koken Kurayami and Jake Calibur Driver set for Camel Rider Calibur is going to be released on October 17th. Also, the newest, uh, the newest and the weirdest one, 
King Excalibur and King of Arthur Wonder Ride book said it's going to be released on October 31st. So 31, yeah, 31 first. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I say it's weird because the toy they show you is like a short sword, and that thing transformed into a, you know, a mecha. But that mecha uses uh, just use saber as a sword. Mm -hmm. You have to buy it separately, but he uses saber as sword. He's in writing that mecha. He is the sword of that mecha. Oh, okay. Now I'm excited. I gotta start now. I really have to start catching up on saber. Like I, I think I'm, I'm only behind by two episodes. Well, I'm only, yeah, you go first. Yeah, I, I mean, we're going to we're going to see it on October 31 because if you pay attention in that toy releases, they show with the newest camera rider in that time. Uh, well, except with Calibur because we see it in the previous episode. Mm -hmm. But okay. at least you can see how he will be, and probably I'm. I, it's just my idea. Probably we're going to see the human form of Calibur. Oh, okay. See, now that's going to be interesting. Like, I am... Okay, now I got to really catch up with Saber. Once again, only like two or three episodes behind. I can easily make those back. Yeah, you have to. Oh, yeah. No, I... It, yeah, I have to, no matter what. And then I saw something earlier in regards to... What was it? In regards to Ultraman, and I really liked it for one reason alone, because they are doing... I love when they do the Blu-ray releases of these. So Ultraman Z is getting a Blu-ray a Blu-ray box release. And I'm trying to figure out what date is that. So I'm just... I'm trying to find out. I'm going to look at the... I'm trying to look at the video real quick. But I bet... I'm assuming that is also going to be like region free. Or you can watch it. I bet we can, like, if you buy it, you can watch it on any, like, a PS3 or a PS4. Because I think those are region free. As long as they have subtitles, I'll be happy. But this, um, the first box is coming out January 27th. And then the second box is coming out in on March 26th. So, Ultraman fans, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna see if I can buy this. Because I like I actually do like Ultraman Z, and I don't know, like that's like the first Ultraman show I've really been like gung ho about, and it's been it's been an awesome ride with it. Still got to catch up, but I'm excited well, for it. You can watch Ultraman Org in on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I don't know. I've looked on there. And I still haven't found it yet, but I might just say, I think it's on Crunchyroll as well, which I might just start watching it there. But I think they've cut the episodes where like there's only 18. So plan B will then be I'm just going to try to find it somewhere else and go from there. And then if I'm really interested in that, then I'll buy um, Ultraman RB because I know that Blu-ray came out already. I think it was like $24. Yeah. So, and once again, that's a deal because you get the entire series plus, I think, two movies. So there's there's nothing wrong with that in my eyes. Well, that sounds cheap for me. It's cheap in a good way, not in a bad way. So, yeah, it's okay for me. 
Yeah. But yeah, we I know we haven't talked about Ultraman set, but you have to watch it, man. Oh, definitely. The newest like... episode was awesome. Well, I've seen I've seen some of the um clips of it. And like I seen like screenshots, and I know like some of his different forms. Like one of his forms looks to me looks like Gridman, and I mean, or if you from America, Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. So I am excited about that in general. Um, I I want to get to that point because he the suit looks amazing in that well, regard. I never saw Gridman. I know it's related. It's Toku related, but I never had the chance to watch it. Yeah. Um, How is it? I will say, I like. I only watched Superhuman. I watched it as Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. I liked it. I thought it was interesting for the most part. I want to watch Gridman, like the like like the Japanese, you know, Gridman. But I've been watching the anime as well. SSSS Gridman. I still have about four episodes to finish with it. But overall, I like it a lot. And I know they are working on another one, another anime in the Gridman universe. I think it's called SSSS Dynazeanon, I believe. But That's oh my, difficult to pronounce. Yeah, I got to actually look it up just to make sure. But oh my goodness, they just released some new photos today of what the animation is going to look like. And it looks amazing. Well, and the big part of it is because they have Trigger doing the animations oh. and they've you know they've done Goran Lagan and everything. Yeah. So they really get crazy with their animations and I love it. Yeah they do a lot of, they do a lot of great work in that studio. Oh definitely. Uh that's all for the news I have. Alrighty. So once again, that was a we did is mostly Comrade news, which that's no problem whatsoever. With the little sprinkling of some Gridman slash Ultraman news, um, but I know we got through that part, and we got the rest of this like twenty five thirty minutes to really sink our teeth into our first our first episode. Well, not first episode, the first part of our Halloween extravaganza, and so we. Like um, I give you props, Colonel, as you searched up all the episodes of Power Rangers that have, you know, Halloween based episodes. And that like I do appreciate that was awesome. Oh, speaking of which, speaking of Power Rangers real quick, somebody actually made an entire checklist for all of the Power Ranger based figures. So it was is crazy with Mighty Morphin having the most. And I'm just going to go through Mighty Morphin real quick just for fun. Um. Like, you got Mighty Morphin Red, Mighty Morphin Blue, Pink, Black, Yellow, then Green with both the Spectrum and Normal Box, then the Comic-Con Hasbro, Plo- ha- Hasbro Pulse, con- like Hasbro Pulse on Dragon Armor, I mean Dragon Shield Red, Dragon Shield Green, which you I mean, gra- Dragon Shield Green, he already has a Dragon Shield, Dragon Shield Black at Walgreens, White Ranger being not only the Normal Box, but the Spectrum Box. Metallic Pink, Walmart exclusive, Zordon and Alpha, then GameStop exclusive Rita, GameStop exclusive Putty Patroller, then the Putty Patroller 2-pack, and another Putty Patroller 2-pack. <laughs> Whew, my goodness. And then we had Goldar with the wings and without the wings from GameStop and just regularly. 
Then Lord Zed, GameStop exclusive, was they were part of the um the marriage pack. Then the regular yeah. Lord Zed from Wave One. Then the Z Putty Patroller. We got Putty Patrollers, people. So you can't complain. We don't have enough minions. And then the future release of King Sphinx and the Pumpkin Wrapper. And we're going to be talking about Pumpkin Wrapper in, in a moment. But oh my goodness, that's a lot of Mighty Morphin. And we're not even ha- we're not even fully done with that yet because you know you could do metallic armor for the rest of them. Well, um, that's Omega Rangers like something. it's gonna be crazy. This reminds me something, and you remember when they announced the metallic armor for Cat and yeah. the Mighty Morphin Pink Ranger? Mm-hmm. Where apparently, apparently it was kind of controversial for some people because that metallic armor, uh, it was like the. Translucent plastic with oh. some glitter. Oh wow! Okay, then I wouldn't. Then I'm a. Then I don't know how I feel. I'm glad I didn't try to pre-order it when it first came out. Like that was twenty five dollars. I don't think that. I honestly think that's not worth twenty five dollars. And the same time, it was like that because well, twenty five dollars for a figure with plastic, translucent, and stuff like that. Eh, some people didn't like it, the, the idea. Yeah. And so, in my in my opinion, I'm kind of confusing that because I don't know if it is the is it is cool or it is bad. What do you think, in your opinion? Um, honestly, okay. Repeat the question again, because I was counting up the um, I was counting up. If you were on a checklist for Mighty Morphin, like you got twenty six, <laughs> you got twenty six toys to buy. What do you think about the kind of controversy of the figure of Cat um, of the Metallic or, me, or Metallic I mean, Ranger? Well, it's it's called Metallic Ranger, right? Or it was Metallic Armor? Metallic Armor. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Metallic Armor. Uh, it's translucent pink with glitter. See, and, like, I think I understand, like, like the plastic and everything. I mean, I don't get I don't get the translucent plastic. You could have re- left it as, like, the regular plastic that you use for the other ones, but still had that sparkling glitter effect. I'm, like, I don't care if it's glitter. I don't really care. Because if, if it's glitter on it, I'm keeping it in the box. Because I don't want glitter on my floor. I don't want glitter on my hands. As I tell some people, glitter is like the herpes of art. <laughs> like, it's so crazy to have like it's stuck on your hands and it goes everywhere, but I definitely don't think I don't. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think it's worth twenty five dollars. If I'm being honest, like most of these, like if, like all the toys that I've said, most of them have been nineteen ninety nine, with the exception of the two packs, like the Putty Patroller two pack, the Rita and Zed um, Marriage two pack, the Zordon oh, Alpha two pack. Ones. Yeah. Like those, like I understand if it's like a two pack, five pack, I am totally fine in regards to spending extra cash because you're getting another action figure. You get me, you get another figurine, not calling it action figure, you get another figurine. Yeah. But like, and like if it's like the villains, like King Sphinx and Pumpkin Rapper, can I see that one being more than $20? Yes, because they are definitely. They look chunkier in that regard. Like, pumpkin wrapper has a head, like, his head is a pumpkin. 
that's a lot more you got a lot more work to do right there than like alpha or any ranger even also, rita to an extent also don't forget he has two pumpkins that you can attach in the helmets or heads of the power ranger figures oh yes oh oh yeah oh okay see now I got the reference. I actually, when I saw a clip earlier today, because they're like, oh, it's Halloween time. And it's like, oh, yeah, because they have pumpkins on their heads. Like they got pumpkins thrown on their heads and they couldn't see. Now I got the reference. I'm like, took me a while, but I figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it is. It is I mean, a big no. Yeah. But I mean, I don't see with metallic armor pink being $25. I'm not spending money on that. I'll wait. And if it, if I can, I, I would, I would try, I would tell people don't buy it off of eBay. Cause somebody's going to scalp that price right from you. Cause I bet, you. Not, I bet there are some people that bought multiple of the, of the dragon Evo three and it racked the, it can spike the price up really high. I bet Ooh. somebody probably has. But I hope they didn't, because that'd be that's an a hole move. And what do we usually say on here? Don't be an a hole. Yeah, that even remind me when I was looking for Kuga figures, mm-hmm. and I was like, I hope they are kind of cheap, but they aren't cheap, because when I was looking for it, it was like a figure of SH figure arts. Like mm-hmm. well, in my currency, 33 k pesos. That's like uh, uh, let me do the conversion. Like fifty k dollars. Yeah, see that I wouldn't be spending. That. I would not want to spend that much money on that. Like I love, like I love zero one. But my thing is, if I, you you gotta buy the fit, you gotta buy those figurines as soon as they come out because then you wait a month or you wait two months and then lo and behold, you're spending extra money on it and it's like, well, you missed chance. I think like the Jetman toy that's like in front of me, like virtually, I believe <laughs> that. I think that you can get that off of eBay. I believe for maybe like forty to maybe fifty bucks. I believe and. I can see the price for that one, maybe, but I would not spend. I wouldn't for like these, like these figurines based off of older Sentai's or older Kamen Rider shows. I'm not spending more than probably fifty-five, sixty bucks. I'm not going to even try it at that point. And if it's like, if it's going to take a while to get here, or if the shipping is like, oh, it's forty dollars, but then you got to pay thirty bucks for shipping. I'm not stupid. I'm not even gonna. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> I um, think the same. At the same time, I'm like, well, it's well, kind of luxurious. Oh yeah, but like the thing is, as well, like this is when you kind of wish you had conventions happening and everything because you can find plushies, you can find figurines, and you. And the great thing that I've learned throughout my five years of going to like to the same convention. Is that yeah. people you can you gotta haggle the price down, especially when it's on the last day. Haggle that price down because they need to get rid of the product or it's a loss of profit. And you gotta try to haggle the price down as like find some way. If you can knock 10, maybe 15 bucks off of it, 
that would be amazing. And if somebody has it on somewhere else, like has it like on a, at another storefront in the convention, you can tell that you can say like, oh, like this, like their price is this, but I want to really work. I really want to work like buy some from you guys because I know like your quality is really good and you take care of your stuff. And would it be a way to like knock down, like probably meet that price? So if it was like 80 bucks at one place that you really like, but the other one is like 60 to see if you can knock that down to maybe like 70 or maybe 65 dollars so at least they're still making a profit and you're kind of giving them some good faith and prop yeah once again haggling is fun i will say that haggling is definitely fun i even want to get the plushies i have in my head in the well virtually i have in my head yeah so that would be really cool like i i would say so Cute. I mean, I would love to find a Guyom or a Drive one, maybe even Chase, a Comrider Chase. Like, oh wait, is it Chase? No. Comrider well, Mock. Cool. There we go. Comrider Mock. That's what I'm about. <laughs> With the little scarf too. Well, it will sound like a promotion thing, but if you check the website of the, uh, Kotetsu Toys Japan, mm-hmm. you can get it. They, he, he, he's still having the viral, you're, giving, you're giving me bad ideas. You know that, right? No. <laughs> you're giving me bad ideas here. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not telling you they have, you know, the plushie of Baron. Also, he has the plushie of Gaim. I'm not saying that. Of course not, my friend. <laughs> okay. He um, even have the soft figures of Ryujin, okay. Sangetsu. Well, I didn't tell you. Ah, uh, see, it's very tempting now. <laughs> so I will definitely. What's I gotta that? check. I gotta check out his store and see how it works and everything. Cause I think he does PayPal as well. So I will love and to see works. how that works. But yeah, uh, check his Twitter. He always posts. He'll post new things for his store. You can find it on Twitter, like, uh, what'd you say, Dan Roban? At um, Kotetsu. For, yeah, I think at Kotetsu Toys. Uh, yeah, Tokatsu Toys. Awesome. SJP. Yep, and we're gonna throw that we're gonna throw that into our show notes as well, just to give some love for it. Oh yeah, and it ironically just popped up on the feed too. The Tokatsu <laughs> Toys JP. Nice. Even showing right now the Ranger keys. Yep, time fire. I see that one. But that actually looks really cool. I'm not gonna lie. Like once again, it's gonna be really hard to find any of those now. In that regards, to find any you know ranger keys from. Oh god, you you don't have to watch the the previous one of Putotaira. Mm-hmm. He has the Red Hawk. Kaisoku Sentai Gokaiger. Okay. He has the ranger key. Ooh, okay. I <laughs> now I'm interested in that. So, hmm. Well, I think. Oh wow! Okay, I just saw something. 
Yeah, this is why I probably shouldn't look at Twitter while we're on the podcast, but I see this picture of luchadors. Like, um, I know one of them definitely is Rey Mysterio. And he has on his, like, he, his, like, he has, like, a shield on, but it's the, um, it looks like, um, the, um, Gokaiger Silver when he has, like, the, um, all, like, the armor on for it. I forgot what it's called. But I know in Super Mega Force, Super Mega Force, I believe it's called the Power of Six. So that looks really cool. You know, I'm just going to retweet this now because it looks awesome. So I'm excited. Um, you you see that about the luchador. There is another one called Lindsay Dorado. He he posted a picture like it's lucha time with his suit. And if you pay attention in that suit, that's the mega sword, the dino mega sword. Oh, yes. I saw I, I did. That's also a part of it, too. And I was, what? Oh, wow. Okay. See, I am now excited for, oh, man, I'm just excited now. Like, now I just want to be like, look at that, buy some toys or something. Yeah. Okay, I need to get off of Twitter before I start going crazy. (laughs) Okay, Twitter, you're going away for it. You're going away for a moment. But keep going. <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, look at that. All of that, man. Okay. Well, Lucha Rangers. <laughs> awesome. So now I got. I'm gonna to take a look at that at some point. Hopefully, when I get a break tomorrow. But let's actually jump into our first part of the Tokashatsu, as I'm gonna call it. The hashtag Tokashatsu. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um. You know, specials that we're doing. We're starting off with some Power Rangers. All right, then. It's Morphin' Time! Dragon Sword! Mastodon! Pterodactyl! Triceratops! Sabertooth Tiger! Tyrannosaurus! And so we spun a wheel with every episode that was a Halloween-based episode in Power Rangers history. So thank you so much, Crownless, for finding that. All I had to do was, like, just type it in and spin the wheel. Yeah, we're not kidding. We did that. (laughs) Yeah, so maybe next time when we do the one for Kamen Rider, which we only have like one episode or two series that we can pick from, and just we'll spin the wheel with that one. I'll probably record that one just for fun. Um, but it landed. We had a multitude of episodes, including one from Operation Overdrive, Samurai, two Samurai episodes, um, Megaforce, I believe, two Ninja Steel episodes, and like, and all that, like. After, I believe after Zeo, it just went straight to Operation Overdrive. So that was really cool. But, well, technically, two Mighty Morphin Power Rangers uh, related to Halloween, Zeo, Operation Overdrive, Samurai, Samurai has two. Yeah. And Megaforce, well, that's. Megaforce, I think, only had one. Yeah, you only have one. That's weird. Yeah, Dino Charge had, I think, has Dino two. Charge had two. And then Ninja still Ninja had two. Has two. And then yeah. Beast Morphers. That's weird. Yeah, it, it, there's a big break in between. I don't know why. That was a little weird, but hey, we spun the wheel and we landed on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Season 2, Episode 21, Zed's Monster Map. So, honestly, it was an interesting episode because it was still in the midst of the transition. 
between, you know, Zach, Trini, and Jason, you know, with at this point knowing Saban, he probably fired them and just found ways to replace them, you know, with not showing the actors' faces whatsoever. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was during that transition, so it really focused. We did in season two. There was a lot more episodes that focused primarily on Tommy, Billy, Kimberly, which was awesome. That's really cool. But it does suck knowing in the behind the scenes that you know they weren't getting paid that well, and when you know they're not part of a union at that point, and when three of them are like, "Okay, we're not going to be doing this because we want to be paid more and we want to be part of a union," they're basically the bonds like, "Okay, you're fired." We can does we can get people to voice over do like imitate your voices possibly as well. We got replacements coming in already, so be ready. Well, uh, I have to say this that uh, that kind of works in the USA, but in Mexico, that isn't like that because we have the show with uh, Latin Spanish voices. Uh huh. So we didn't notice that. Yeah, that's the you know that's the thing. I like if you watch the English, if you watch the English one of it, and you hear Jason's voice, you're like, okay, that like he he gets the emotion of Jason, the like the emphasis that Jason does, but it's like you can tell that's not Jason whatsoever. And they don't even let I don't even think for the most part they don't let Zach or Trini talk. And I think that, yeah. I think that was also the season, if I remember correctly, that was also the season that we get to see the one time only move called Jedin. Have did you ever see that the Jedin episode? Uh, can remember, man. Um. Okay. Long story short, with that, you know, instead of teleporting because the teleporter, like the teleportation thing, went down, they tried this new thing called Jedin, which was they're literally being like flying in like they're flying in the air like superman oh that's what yeah. jedin that's what jedin <laughs> was so it, once again anybody that is listening to this or even watching this right now type in power rangers jedin j-e-t-t-i-n-g type that in watch it and see what you get it is hilarious like as a kid you're like oh my goodness that's so cool but now when you look at it, you're like oh Awkward for everyone. Yeah. Also, if you think this, it was awkward in that time. But right now, technically, it's canon. Yeah, it's technically... Oh God, I don't want to think that now. Oh, my goodness. Because... So, well, remember, people, Jedin is officially canon. <laughs> well, because if you remember in the previous comics... I can't remember why, which was the number when okay. they show with the you know the Mega Ranger working with the Mighty Morphin. Yes. When I was sorry, uh, Trisha, it was called Trisha, right? No, Aisha. I think Aisha, yes. Ah, uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Aisha and Rocky was flying in the space. Oh because god! Okay, I, I gotta, I gotta look at the. Oh dear lord! I gotta, I gotta read that comic now. I gotta, I have a, I have a lot of the Power Ranger comic to catch up on. <laughs> when I find that scene, I'm just gonna take a picture of it and be like, "Really? Did we just make Jetting canon now?" But apparently, it is already. <laughs> um. So in that comic, that happened. 
I'm trying to keep that image out of my head, but it's there. You oh, can't, man. You can't. Well, I'm going to try to drown it out right now with some Power Rangers in regards to talking about our episode, Zed's Monster Mash. So, main, the main plot of this episode is that they're having a Halloween party at the juice bar, which is like, you know, like for the kids, it's a community service product project and you know it's really good for the kids to be with older like teenagers you know getting that you know peer mentorship thing going on and that's really nice for them to do um of course our rangers you know billy zach i mean billy kimberly and tommy are there and they're at the juice bar but zach trini and jason you don't see them at all in the episode and you only see them, you only see the morphed variations of them, which they only get very little speaking parts. And any parts like with the Megazord sequences, it's just reused clips. Um, but they are also, they're at the elementary school. So they're at the, they're with the elementary kids and they can't, they actually can't leave because there's nobody to chaperone and take care and watch. So apparently they're the only three teenagers slash adults there. So that kind of that's a good reason for them not to show up. Mm-hmm. But um, they do talk about the peace conference as well. So and Billy just points out, like, what if one of us gets to go to the peace conference? What will what's going to happen to the team? So I think at this point, they didn't even show Rocky, Adam or Aisha yet. But it definitely does point it does point out something that is you know, important because they do, I believe they do reference the peace conference a few episodes like beforehand. And it's like something that they're constantly building up towards like, Oh, some, one of them, or in this case, as we know later on three out of the six actually go to the peace conference, but which if you read the comic, they didn't go to the peace conference. They went to go be a mega Rangers. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Oh yeah, spoiler alert, but you at this point if you have if basically if you haven't read the comic and if you if you stop reading the comic at like issue 43, I believe, then you don't if you stop if you stopped reading it before like issue 43, then yeah, you don't you didn't realize the identities of the Omega Rangers, but yes, the Omega Rangers in the comics are Zack, Trini and Jason with their resp- um with their respective colors and they instead of they don't go to the peace conference that is basically a calling for them to go into space and protect the galaxy now heck yeah yeah but let's continue yeah let's continue though but now instead of like of course you know with zach i mean not with zach with tommy billy and kimberly being at the um at this at the juice bar, you know, getting like doing the Halloween party and the trick or treating later on. Zed gets a lovely idea of throwing his own party. Now I wrote in my notes he's making a party on the moon, which that was a total lie. But he's doing a party in the dark dimension and it's specifically for the White Ranger. So his plan is really to capture Tommy and take him out. <laughs> uh- I have to interrupt you here, but I have to ask you that I hadn't had the chance to watch it in the original dub, I mean, okay. you know, okay. in the real voices. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And when he said that, what the what two minions said about because I remember in the in the dub version, uh, one of the minions I think was what was the name of the blue one? You know, the like that looked like a monkey. Um, Babu. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, kind of stupid. Well, Babu, uh, mm -hmm. he he said, "I want to be a scary monster." And I think he said something. I think he said something like that too, and I think somebody said like, "You already are," yeah. or something like that. Yeah, well, he said kind of like that in Spanish. Oh you my are, goodness! You are you are one idiot. Yeah. So it was really interesting to bring that part up. Um, and so his plan really is like to use Z putties, and I love how they do reference that the Z putties, like the putties in general, they can transform into whoever they want. And you know, they just got to be commanded to do so. And you know, not only do we see that in the comics when you know the putty transformed in the mat, but we've seen them transform into you know evil variations of the Rangers. But in this case, the putties. And even in the comic, when they transform into regular citizens, but the putties in this case transform into children wearing the most budgeted, cheap looking Power Ranger costumes. Like even some of the costumes that they like the actual kids like you see in like in the trick or treating with like Billy and Kimberly. They actually look like better Power Rangers than these ones. I'm not going to lie. And I I noticed this right away, like as they're walking throughout the you know the the cul-de-sac and everything, I've noticed that their belts had a Z on it. I didn't notice that. I I noticed that, and I'm like, okay, you, you I know you don't really look at the fate, like you don't look at the helmets because it's like, oh, that's your interpretation of a Power Ranger and everything, and it's like, oh, that looks cool and everything, like, oh, you're so adorable, little children. You made your own costumes. But you should have realized the Z was on the belt. And it's like, hmm. That's a little suspicious. I wonder <laughs> how we didn't see that before. I mean, we had Zed's Dark Rangers. And I'm talking about the ones on a TV show. Not the comic one. The TV Dark Rangers, which were... Thank God they were only in one episode. And not for that long. Because that looked weird. And somebody should have told some of them... Told some of the actors in the suits especially the males to put on a cup because some some bits you can kind of see a little bit but that was that's with the green no more episode but we're talking about the episode this episode um monster mash so you know they do that they get the putties the putties like form like in a little huddle transform into the kids and you know they do trick-or-treating and they're silent but tommy's like Oh, you're not going to say anything because you got to keep your identity secret. So it's like, okay, that's how he kind of got tricked because it's like, oh, they're dressed as Power Rangers. They got to keep their, you know, identity secret. Um, I'm going to make a small mention of Bulk and Skull because they had their own thing. You know, they think that the Power Rangers are also there, like disguised as shrunken children. I mean, yeah. that, that's nice to know when we get to season three, they actually become shrunken children but they don't have their powers but that was really their plan from the get-go get tommy alone and send him to the dark dimension and was it successful of course like 
it was a very successful plan. Like Goldar popped up, putties train the like the children putties changed into regular Z putties again. They fought. You see some Tommy flips. Some got some slow mo, got some extra kicks in the sukyas and everything. But then we know what happened next. He actually gets captured, and they all go to the dark dimension. And I love how they made reference to like a villain that we I think we only see one time, and he is. The key, he is literally the key master for the dark dimension. And I love how he said it. Oh, I'm just going to use the master key. Once I turn this lock, they're going to be stuck in the dark dimension forever. So keep that in mind, what he just said. So now we're in the dark dimension and we get this monster that looks like a tombstone. I don't know the name of it. I don't think he said it. Um, But he basically has the power now amplified by Lord Zed's power. He's able to bring back older villains that were recently that were destroyed. So they brought back um, Rhino Blaster, um, Pumpkin Rapper, the Ram, like the Ram one, um, Snizzard, I believe, if I can't remember the name of it. But yeah, Snizzard. But oh my god, they brought back so many villains, and they had to use those. They, I, they, I am so glad they kept those suits on hand because that was pure American Tokusatsu footage. Also, that avenue when they film, if you pay attention in that avenue where where they did the, you know, the trick or treat thing, uh huh, that's the same one we have watched before, really? even in the future. Well, for Ooh. example, if you remember, there's a gif in the social media when they gathered and they danced. Oh, the oh, wow, really? That, so that's the same cul-de-sac, basically, where they have the little dancing scene. Yeah. Okay, now I can't get... So congratulations, you just made me forget about Jetting, and now I got my brain stuck on dancing powering. <laughs> I, I tend to do that, man. Oh, I, I, I will take that. Over watch the background. No, that's good. I mean, I even noticed that. I mean, and there was something else in the background of, of another scene that I noticed. But let's keep going. Um yeah. the villains they do attack Tommy. Tommy, he's like, I'm about to morph, but I love how he just basically he didn't like magically move the morpher out of his hand. He actually took straight the monster straight up took the morpher out of his hand. <laughs> And it was like, nah, uh, uh, you not more, you're not morphing today. <laughs> um, and really, Kimberly and Billy were like, okay, something's wrong here. Tommy should have been back already. And it was like, wait a minute, we're like, his kids were never on this list. So who did he have? And that's when they're like, okay, let's teleport to the command center and let's ask Zordon for help. And that's when. They do find out that, spoiler, like, spoiler alert, Tommy's in the dark dimension, and he is stuck there. He's like, why can't he morph? Because, like, oh, they took his morpher. And he's like, they can't just sit around and watch. And they're trying to get the coordinates to the dark dimension. And remember, he said, once that, remember, that key master monster basically said, once he turned the key, and he did, that the door, that, that the dark meant that the dark dimension would be locked. Like there's no way to get in and no way to get out. So my question is, how did how did Billy and Kimberly get there? 
How did Jason, Zach, and Trini get there as well? If they're if it's locked, basically. Hmm. But you know, uh, we're think maybe we're thinking a little too hard on a kids show right here. Well, I have an answer. Okay. And Rita Magic. That's true. That's true. <laughs> they could have been like, oh, it's Rita Magic, but you know, amplified by Laura Zed, but it's like, oh yeah, Zordon is a like a wizard stuck in time, basically. So I was like, <laughs> I could probably get away with some stuff too. <laughs> but you know, with that power and in the court and as they teleport there and they morph beforehand and they start fighting some of these other additional monsters tommy gets his morpher back and they're like well we got a problem here like the like the tombstone monster is still sending out more monsters that we don't see on the screen itself but they're like oh how do we need to get jason and the others here and it's like oh they can't because they're still with the kids and the kids can't be left alone and Alpha gets the greatest idea ever. And Alpha's like, I'll go there and I'll switch with them three so that they can get in here, get here, like they can morph as they're getting there. And I can totally be fine with that. Be I like he can disguise himself perfectly because it's Halloween and Alpha it looks like Alpha is just another adult in the costume. So yeah. <laughs> that is definitely a way to pull that rabbit out of a hat. But hey, it worked apparently. But also, what I like about that episode, it was remembering the pumpkin wrapper. Oh yes, they like, they really they emphasized the pumpkin wrapper. I have a lot. to say this: I didn't remember he even wrapped in the you know in the Latin American version. Oh wow! How did that sound? I'm curious now. <laughs> yeah, well, for me, it was kind of like, oh my god, they, they all, they did it. <laughs> I mean, you know, was it kinda... was as cheesy as it is in the American one? Yeah, it was cheesy. Hey, I mean that's awesome. Look, we we got we like our cheese and our tokusatsu sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> and we also during one of the fights. That Kimberly, like Kimberly, had you, you. Did you notice like she was doing all these multiple flips and everything in the air? Yeah, you can actually see the um restraints on the sides as she's spinning around. And I'm like, I had to go back and rewatch, like rewatch that part. And I'm like, wow, like they almost had it, but it's because the light shined off the mist and then actually hit the line, and you can see the line for like a good second or two. And I'm like. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> Even and well, if you remember also the that monster that well that dumb monster, tombstone monster. Yes. When he responded some of the previous monsters, uh, you pay attention and when they cut that scene, you can even see how the fog moves differently. Oh god. Okay. I I was uh... I was hoping you. Were, I was hoping you wasn't gonna say like, "Oh, you can see the fog machine." That would have been hilarious. <laughs> I would have been laughing my ass off watching that. Been like, "Wow, they totally forgot to hide the fog machine." But um, it's really cool in that sense because they really did focus a lot on the pumpkin wrapper. And I'm thinking like, "Oh, they're gonna fight the tombstone monster as the Megazord." And it's like, "Nope, they're fighting pumpkin wrapper." So apparently, pumpkin wrapper was strong enough to. 
survive all that. And of course, Zed makes the monster grow with his, you know, Z-bomb. And, you know, we have our fight with um, the Thunder Megazord and the White Tiger Zord, as well as going against Pumpkin Rapper. And was the fight good? Yeah, but you can tell, like, they, they were chopping up. They were chopping up the um, footage from Die Ranger and Zoo Ranger. Yeah, you can even see how the the white tiger do his motive of the morphing. Uh-huh. You know the peace sign. Oh yeah, they. I think they slowed it down a little bit too. Yeah, he's like, okay, we got to slow it down just a little bit. So it's like it's clearly not it's clearly not Sentai footage. People slowed it down, so it's like he's doing the American thing. That was just hilarious. Oh my. Well, but, yeah. Well, when you when you're a child, you don't pay attention in that thing because yeah. you're watching your heroes doing cool stuff. Oh, even exactly. Beating some bots of the villains. Mm-hmm. And once again, like I think it's just just because we're older, we see some of the errors that appear in some shows, and it's like, oh, I'm like. It's like that's something like some of that stuff. You're like, oh, keep this in your head. You never know what you're gonna need it in a discussion about Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, it's hilarious in the long run when it comes down to that. Um, but generally, the episode ends. We, once again, we don't see Tommy. We don't know. We do see Tommy, of course. I'm sorry. We don't see Jason, Zachary, Trini. And they're like, we just assumed that they went back to the elementary school and they did their own little conversation at the end. But, you know, Bulk and Skull during this whole thing were eating so much candy and cake that they got sick. And Kimberly was just like, oh, do you want some more candy? He's like, okay, don't bully. Don't bully them at that point. They already look like they're about to throw up already. So you better hope they don't throw up on you. <laughs> yeah. But it ends on that note, and it's, but it's like they also didn't do their job. They didn't do their community service. So they kind of got what, what came to them. I just think that Kimberly went a little bit too far, just a little bit. <laughs> but honestly, this is actually one of the funnier, like, it's, a, it's not a funny episode for Halloween purposes, but it is a good episode to just relive some of those battles. And I realized, I don't know how Tommy knows of the pumpkin wrapper, because I don't think he was the Green Ranger by that point. Mm. I I will have to look back at that episode just to make sure. But I don't think he knows about, I don't think he, if that, if I'm right on that one, he shouldn't know about the pumpkin wrapper. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't know. Yeah, and it's like he he was not there, but then he knew who the pumpkin rapper was. It's like, oh, we defeated you once before, pumpkin rapper. It's like you never fought him. Like, let's be honest, you never oh, fought no. him. How do you know? Like, I think your ass was still like in New York at that point in time. Because if you're basing off the Ninja Turtle comic, I think they were originally him and I think Matt or the other or his friend were from New York originally. I could be wrong. And I, I will gladly admit if I'm wrong on that one. Mm-hmm. But overall, I think the episode was good just as a recap to see some of these old, you know, costumes with these fights. And you get to see Pumpkin Rapper one last time before he becomes a figurine. 
And once again, they only beat the pumpkin wrapper every like as a Megazord. They don't fight the tombstone guy. They don't fight the dungeon key person. So how do they get out of how did they get out the dark dimension? Power Ranger magic. But overall, yeah. I would say the episode is a good eight out of ten. As I said, there was some issues that we've talked about already that kind of just made it like, yeah, this is why you lose some points for it. And you look it looks a little ridiculous. But overall, it was a really good episode. Well, and at least, a really good episode, to be honest. It was. Yeah. And at least it kind of shows some originality in the idea of what they wanted to do with it. Like, oh, like a zombie, let's bring these old monsters back from the dead. It's not like She-Kinger isn't, yeah, She-Kinger, like Mighty Morphin She-Kinger, a.k.a. Samurai, where they just kind of cut, like, cut and paste that, uh, cut and paste most of their episodes to be like the Sentai. Yeah. But honestly, I'm excited about it. And it's, this is a good way to start off our, you know, Tokushaksu, um run in October. So next week, we'll either be watching a Kamen Rider episode of the original Kamen Rider. And I'm going to look, I'm trying to remember what that episode was. You gave me, you showed a picture of it. I was look for that picture right now. Uh-huh. I think I'm in the wrong, yep, I'm in the wrong tab. There we go. So with Comrider, it'll be the first one. Monster Wolfman's huge murder party. Or we'll watch probably the first episode of Kiva or the first episode of Ghost. Um, I feel like, in my opinion, I think with Kiva and Ghost, you kind of got to start at the first episode just because, you know, if you watch it in like in the middle of it, you kind of get a little lost with it. Oh, who's this person? Who's that person? Yeah. So, once again, we got a one in three chance to either watch Kamen Rider, the first one, Monsters Wolf, Monster Wolfman's Huge Murder Party. That's a very interesting name, to say the least. Um, Kamen Rider Kiva or Kamen Rider Ghost. And those with those last two will be episode one. And you'll find out if we're watch- whichever one we're watching, if you follow us on our Twitter at that toku where we will actually reveal what the next episode will be. And of course with Ultraman we only have one episode so we'll put that one as soon put that one out as soon as we finish the Common Rider episode. Um but as we're wrapping up, where can they find you at Crownless? Well, you can find me on Twitter like at Crownless King or POP. On Twitch you can find me on Twitch TV slash the no more hero. Awesome. And you can find me on Twitter at Proto underscore Sonic 720 or on Twitch. Like if you're watching the Twitch right now, you're clearly on it. Please make sure to hit the follow button. Really appreciate it. Or, you know, you can follow at twitch.tv slash Proto underscore Sonic. Um, if you are watching this or let me rephrase it, if you're listening to this on like Anchor, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Google Podcasts or Spotify, hit the follow button. It really helps out or the subscribe button, whichever one that they have. It really helps out a lot. And, you know, we do appreciate all the love that we get, whether, you know, with the fan art in this case, as we got a new background or just by talking to some people within the community, just telling us that we're doing a great job. Um, Skills that kills. Thank you for the, like, thank you for the shout out. Basically when I popped in your stream, 
And, you know, I told you, like, one day we'll get you on the podcast for Scorpina. I'm going to keep that in mind. And, you know, another thing, let's make sure if we can get that Scorpina episode out, you know, when December hits, JDK, we will love to have you on here. Or Clockwork, we will love to have you on here to spread the word. Let, like, let them know. And maybe they'll, and maybe we'll get a response. Um, as I said before, follow us on our Twitter. That's where you can find us more often at, at that toku. And this episode should be out on Anchor as everywhere else within the next couple of days. And with that, you guys have a fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, or night whenever you're listening to this. Please make sure, we, and also make sure when you're going out, please wear a mask. Be six feet apart. I believe that's two meters and converted. Um, and socially distance and wash your hands 20 plus seconds with soap and water. And please be safe out there. We really appreciate everybody, you know, listening to the podcast. And with that said, ride on, my friends. Ride on. <laughs>